the Mark West Sports Podcast. This is the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Wesson Pierre, better known as Western Diamonds, and I'm here with my co-host, Christian Mejia, also known as Krista Producer. But um want to go ahead and inform you guys, Marcus, again, is still part of the Mark West Sports Podcast. You know, right now, um, lead editor of canescounty.com. So everything's happening right now with the Canes, you know, going through the transfer, transport portal, NIL, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you got basketball season that's, you know, kind of flaring up right now with the with the Canes. So he's following them um, live, full effect, on court. Um, and you'll be seeing him soon, probably like in the, within the next week. Um, but uh, we're going to go ahead and start this off because we're going to go hold, go ahead and hold on the ship while Marcus is not here. But um, got to go ahead and talk about our Miami Dolphins um, and our boy Tua. Now, you know, I'm watching uh, – some people that was on the ship starting to jump off the ship again. And that's the same type of people that I ain't won on the ship in the first place. You know, um, he didn't have a great game. Uh, some will say he had a bad game. I would say that he had a off game. Um, a lot of, bad, a lot bad of day at the office. Yeah. Bad day to be a Dolphins. And you know, the crazy thing is bad day to be a Dolphins fan for me and Chris. Uh, we went to um, twins peak with Marcus and Chris's brother um, to watch the game. And unfortunately, we lost. I kind of felt like it was our fault we lost because it's like, damn, if we would have stayed to the crib, we possibly would have won. But, you know, that's not that's not here nor there, you know, regardless of the fact uh, he did not have a good game. He was not accurate. We all, we all know that Tua, um, his bread and butter is accuracy, not, um, um, you know, the, the arm to be strong and, you know, him being a running quarterback, he's not one of those individuals. Um, his his asset is being um, one of the most accurate, efficient quarterbacks in NFL um, this year, in the NFL this year. And, you know, the crazy thing is that's what they were saying on the screen. You know, I think that they actually seen the Mark West Sports podcast because these guys on um, live air when the game was playing was saying, you know, that's his bread and butter, the accuracy, the efficientness. And he wasn't efficient. You know, um, before the season started, um, we had uh, the cheetah, our boy. He came out and said, like, yo, two is the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Nobody believed him. I did. God did. Um, and um, he was basically showing us that, you know, he led the league uh, for the last few weeks in quarterback rating, um, quarterback uh, uh, touchdowns per game, you know, having three. Um, I think he had that uh, period of three or four games, and um, he didn't have that last game. I don't know what happened. I don't. I don't know if it was the hype. I don't think it was the hype because, like, he comes from that side of the world. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm saying it's not like he's, you know, like in China or somewhere else. But he come from Hawaii, California, and Hawaii is like closer to each other than. Um, Miami and Hawaii, but I felt he would have probably had uh, a stronger game than he did have. Um, I seen it from jump, you know, the first, the first, not even the first, the first few throws is off, you know, matter of fact, the first throw was the real throw. 
the first throw, that 75-yard um, bomb, yeah. some people are going to say it was not a 75-yard bomb. It was a 75-yard um, after catch touchdown from Tua. But I'm not trying to hear none of that shit. He's the one that threw the ball, of course. Um, I think it was like a 20-yard play, and this is what the Dolphins are built on, giving it to your playmakers, giving them the ball, and making them do what they do with their legs. We've been seeing that with Waddle, Waddle Cheetah, and we've seen that with Sherfield. You know, we spoke on Sherfield the last um, podcast or the podcast before last, and we are saying there's an emergence on them because everybody's going ahead and um, doubling Waddle or doubling the Cheetah. We are – everybody know – you know, who um, got us here, Tua, Cheetah, Waddle, and, of course, the O-line. Um, I mean, even already- even uh, not not to, uh, you know, interrupt you, which I just mm-hmm. did, but even with a bad dead off, he still had 295 yards with two touchdowns. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, that's the whole point of the accuracy. He, for me, he, he should have had at least like 25 25 out of that 33. So he should have had like seven more catches that would have probably won us the game. Um, and he didn't. Um, it's okay. Everybody have a bad day. Um, sometimes, you know, you just wake up on the wrong side of the bed. And I think that's exactly what happened to Tua. Uh, you know, he 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 wasn't himself. Um, I seen this stupid ass guy, the guy that that Marcus doesn't like, Dan Orlovsky. Just talking oh, yeah. trash about Tua, like he was like he basically what what everybody thought he was. I'm like, were you actually seeing what he's been doing this whole season? And and that's what's going on. Like it, that's the thing that I don't like about people. You could give them facts; they can have all the facts and all the the paperwork in front of them to prove your point. And they don't want to listen. Kind of like what's happening with Kyrie Irving right now. Again, different topic. I ain't going to jump on that right now. But, again, I can't stand people when you give them the evidence. It's right in their face. It, like, And they don't want to believe it. You know, he had a bad game. Let's take it as it is. When, when, when Josh Allen, you know, have two picks a game, I think back-to-back games, like they brush it under the rug. Like, uh, uh. I'm like, why can't you? My whole thing is another thing is why can't people just give Tua the credit that it is what he's done, and why is so much hate with Tua? It, it, you would hate Josh Allen. He's the one that has that bravado that people are gonna not like. Not Tua. Tua's the humble guy. Tua the Miami. one that's gonna say the right thing, huh? It's Miami. Miami's not humble because we got. Yeah. You already know what is it? What we got? The beaches, the women, and the weather. <laughs> but 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 in this case, man, come on, man, you can't get mad at my dog. My dog Tua had a less lackluster game. Again, I, I remember this. Um, the the path with Waddle went. Um, he bounced the ball on the ground like that's how short it was to Waddle, and it was not even like a bomb. It was like maybe like a quick snap out, and and he didn't he couldn't even get that. So um, it just clearly showed that he had a bad game. I think that he really had a bad game because we had no running game. And why didn't we have a running game? Because the person that I said what is the most important person on the Dolphins beside Tua in Armstead, our left tackle, he's not in the game. We have no running game. You see what I'm saying? You see how that worked? I kind of – Westra Dermis was right again. Yeah. 
I went against the grain. I went against my Dolphins. You know what I'm saying? I went with, like, what, what's going on here? Yes? Yeah. And you should have followed Westerdomus because even when Westerdomus didn't believe in himself, you feel me? You should have. Because, you know, I, I just can't believe that people can't see that one plus one is two. You need a quarterback. We finally got that. You need an O-line. We have that here and there. When it's consistent, we're balling. Like I said, you had Jeff Wilson and, and Morstra when they had 189 yards rushing between the both of them. I think Tua, he didn't even need to play the second half of that game, really. What's going on? People got to understand, look, we went against the number one defense. Nobody want to say nothing like that on ESPN. What do you think is going to happen when supposedly the number one offense is going against the number one defense? I mean, from for the most part, every every sport I hear defense win championships. We played a defensive team, not top five, number one defense. And my dog, too, was still had 200 and some chains on y'all boys, close to 300. The funny thing is, you remember Chris when we was at the bar and we seen that we were just losing by six. It was late in the game. You we were like, damn, yeah. I'm thinking, you thinking, yeah. Marcus thinking, everybody in the bar thinking like, we're going to figure That's it coming. out. Two is going to go ahead and do what he do. You seen that face that he did? That oh, face, man, like, you see his face, he was mad. He was in his feelings. What did he do? He scored a touchdown. But it's just that 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 bobble that um, Gronk Secchi didn't catch to give us that first down because that was the game. If he would have made that first down, I think Tua would have done what he showed us the previous drive. Not all game, but the previous drive was be accurate. The accuracy and everything like that, it came on that previous drive. You know, before we actually um got the ball back to try to win the game, it came back and he scored. You seen the tour of old. Yeah, now I know the whole game, he didn't look like himself. But when we seen each other, and I was like, Chris, man, he hot, boy. You see his face, you see him on screen, came in the game, scored a touchdown. We stopped him again. We got the ball back. I'm like, damn, here we go in my head. I'm like, all right, they trying to give Tua his uh, fourth quarter game-winning drive. This is how the play the, the, the play is written. It's written already. And, you know, my dog Gronkowski, um, Gronkowski Gronk Zeki, you know, that's um, Marcus' name for him. He didn't catch the ball. Um, they gave us the first down originally, but, you know, the 49ers, they challenged, and they were successful. You know, um, it is what it is. You know, you have the family tree, the quarterback tree that we're talking, and it is what it is. But, yeah, here go, you know, Tua Tagalolo, Tua, man, I ain't going to say his last name. Here goes Tua's um, biggest and worst mistakes are, I guess, in the game, um, Sunday's game. Team meeting, I've never seen things go from so good to so bad so quickly. This is a good, the bad, the ugly to a Dolphins game. First play of the game offensively. Oh, it was oh so good. Uh, the Niners are going to bust coverage. Tua's going to quickly glance, see Sheffield, slant, former Niners receiver, running that slant right across the middle. He beats Fred Warner, all for a linebacker. Safety to Sean Gibson, can't make the play. And y'all know what this happens. Touchdown. Oh, so good. But then, y'all, it got so bad. The very next offensive play, here's what people didn't notice. 
the Dolphins are going to run the exact same play in reverse. They just had Sherfield on a slant this way. Now they're going to run literally the exact same play, Tyreek Hill in motion in reverse. Tua, he got Sherfield again. He's wide open. Just throw it to him. He's going to beat Greenlaw to the position. Just throw it to him, Tua. He's wide open. But you're looking at Tyreek Hill, and we miss it. The bad. First play was good. Second play, oh, that was bad. But now it's the ugly. Now it's the third quarter, down by seven. Right guard, center, going to get beat. Tua steps up. Now he's falling all over the place. Running back, Jeff Wilson falling all over the place. And Niners, I mean, tumble, tumble. They're going down like there's some domino pins. And then that insult to injury, Jimmy Ward. He's going to hurt a Wilson. Watch this, y'all. Ward going to hurt a Wilson. Then Fred going to hurt a Wilson. Yeah, I mean, is this... But here's why I'm not tripping Dolphins. If this play is ruled a catch, different ball game. Fourth and two, it's overturned. Niners get the ball back. They do what they do. Niners defense is legit. Tua played about as bad a game as he can play and still had an opportunity to win with six minutes left in the fourth. The good, yes. the bad, and the ugly. Ready, break. That was perfect. He basically <laughs> said what I said. You feel me? I mean, he broke it down, you know, and had his whole editing before he actually did it. But we're live over here, and he said exactly what Western Diamond said. That get that 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 actual um first down that we missed in the end of, close to the end of the game with like close to six minutes left. We was gonna go ahead and drive the ball because this is the time you need to be dinking dunk to it. We don't need to go ahead and score big plays. Just get the first down, first down, do like Tom Brady. Get the first downs, waste clock. We're not going to go ahead and have a running game because we haven't had a running game all day. So let's go, go ahead and let our running backs catch the ball and let that be our running play, even though it's a catching play. And and um, Gronk couldn't, Gronk Secchi couldn't catch the ball, and um, we knew it was over then. And we felt some type of way about that garbage-ass San Francisco fan that was running his twat in the actual bar. Everybody, every time San Franz did something good and he's the only one yelling, everybody turn around and look at him like, I'm talking again? You feel me? You're lucky you where you at. You feel me? Because you, you can't get manhandled over here, but it is what it is. We knew that this game was kind of a barometer of how the Dolphins would do um, if we played a um, elite defense and I think the Dolphins played decent I think I think it just was Tua was not accurate that's it because if Tua would have won that game and not just won the game all those overthrows that was like deep bombs you know what I mean if he would have been successful with that and we would have won the game and we would have humiliated them boys like it was supposed to happen Tua would have been MVP there would have been like man I don't know why we wasting Chris Green. Let's go ahead and pay my dog to it. You feel me? Let's do, go ahead and just haul in, haul in the wheelbarrow, like um Cheetah said, with that money, what you're gonna give to it in the offseason. Because like, don't be like Baltimore Ravens and, and not not have no faith in your quarterback. Pay him because he he, he I think he's that dude. And this next game is gonna go ahead and um kind of show you if he's that dude. I kind of already seen it before because Tua had um when he came back from um you know that that injury don't want to go into that as well when he came back from that that first game he was not the greatest Tua we won the game but he didn't he was not as accurate he kind of looked like this Tua you know what I'm saying so what did he do after that when he, when he almost had the interceptions because that's what they was calling him they was calling him almost. Almost, you know, like what that movie is. Um, 
Um, that Aztec movie, man, they called the dude that was stuck in the world. <laughs> Apocalypto? Apocalypto. That's his name. Almost. You, that's how you know we're on the same page, man. They called Tua almost the last few weeks. Almost had an interception. Almost lost the game. Almost. No. And he almost won the game, but hey, unfortunately, um, it didn't happen. But hey, it is what it is for us to um, um, see a game like that against um, uh, an elite defense, number one defense, and still get a chance in the game to win the game. I'm looking at that like that's a playoff game because we're going to be playing these um, high power defensive. I know we're going to be playing them high powered offenses and this, that, and the other, but we're going to be playing defenses like that. And, and, and I think we could be successful if two is accurate. He, it's not the defense that lost the game. You know what I'm saying? It's not like Tua didn't have time in the pocket. He had time in the pocket, but he didn't have time in the pocket. Meaning, mentally in his head, like, damn, boy, when my dog Teron Armstead not in the game, boy, I get injured. When he's not in the game, boy, bad things happen. I'm already seeing that we have no running game right now, and Wester Dominus and Chris and Marcus been praising Mostra and Jeff Wilson these last few weeks, and I'm already seeing that we have no running game. Oh, boy. I need to hurry up and throw this ball. So even though on screen when everybody's watching the game, it looks like I have time mentally in my head. It's like I don't have time. You feel me? I, I got to listen to my boy West. My boy West said, you got to live to fight another day. If I lose this game, it's all good. You feel me? As long as I don't leave injured. That's what he said. As long as I don't leave injured. And he's like, man, I'm not going to get injured over here. You feel what I'm saying? Let me get this ball out my hand real quick. So, that's what you want. That's what you want. You want him to try to get the ball out real quick. You, what you don't want is for the accuracy to diminish when he does do that. But that's exactly what's going to happen when you press individuals, when individuals are pressed and when they're worried about the timing, when they're worried about certain things, they're going to be a little off. And this was the perfect game to go ahead and be off because, like I said before, for that's the NFC. We're in the AFC. Doesn't matter if we lose that game. Um, I think – uh, uh, it was it was it was uh, a, a game that you could have easily said that the the teacher was outplayed by the student because the student was who McDaniel's McDaniel's drew up a lot of good plays. It's just two didn't capitalize. I didn't see that. Excuse me, I didn't see that many good plays from um, from um, San France when they had their starting quarterback in the game. He was too busy getting his ass whooped. Too busy getting that, man. That, <laughs> that secondary quarterback, Purdy. Yeah, man, Purdy. he definitely was looking Purdy, boy. You <laughs> know what I mean, I was, I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? And see, but that's another thing that um we got to go ahead and speak on because um I've been kind of saying this all season, man. As far as with the defense, man, the defense is not looking like the defense that. I'm accustomed to seeing, and you accustomed to seeing. You know what I'm saying? We go ahead and sign Chubb to this max deal, um, and before he even played um, a snap for the Dolphins, and I understand you got to pay him. You just gave away a draft pick, first-round pick for this guy. Um, we know he's a pro bowler. We've seen what he could do on tape when he was in, in Denver. But I haven't seen too much of them. I've seen Melvin Ingram. You know, he does what he normally do at – at a um older age in the league, he still got that that fire under him, and he's getting to the quarterback. Jalen Phillips, same thing, but it, 
they're not reminding me of people like Vaughn Miller's, Javon Curse. They're not, they're not showing me that. Now they're great. I love them on my team. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of teams that would love to have our DNs slash linebackers on their team. But you know, our our offense, our defense was built on corners. X-Man and Byron Jones, who's been missing on the milk carton since the beginning of the season. Matter of fact, we haven't seen him all season. This guy is kind of like sabotaging our damn team. And I know we got Kahoot. But you remember when I told you um, in the previous podcast, I'm like, Kahoot, you got him off the streets. He's playing well, but he's going to make rookie mistakes. Pass interferences that we were getting were they were not calling that was clearly pass interference when we were in Miami. I guess they gave us some home cooking, like, you know, the Dolphins, y'all going to win. We're going to make sure y'all win, even though it's a clear pass interference. I, I clearly remember one with Javon Holland and him. He got there early. Javon Holland, who's the one that got in there uh, on time, that kind of masked the pass interference, you know, because if Javon Holland wasn't there, they would have called pass pass interference on Kahoot. And what did we see on uh, San France pass interference here? You know, uh, a few uh, mi- mishaps there. And again, rookie mistakes, but he's playing, still playing well. You know, I ain't going to throw him under the bus because he got a pass interference, but you're not going to get that from X-Man. You're not going to get that from, from Byron Jones. And you're paying this dude all his damn money and he's not showing up. He's showing he's showing up what to the spa to the crib. He's not showing up nowhere where I can see him. It's kind of like our wide receiver last year. We paid him all this money, and he never played. He played like one game, and he missed the season from a, a, a finger injury, a broken finger. Like I never heard of a NFL player, let alone any player, any sports, missing the whole season because of a finger in, injury that happened in the probably the first game it's plenty it's, of time it's, it's it's the era it's the era because didn't didn't uh ronnie lot didn't he like cut off a finger like in the middle of a game and just say fuck yes. it, just cut off my finger so i could keep playing get back in and that just shows you that it's not just it's not just football it's all sports it's it's society period society it's is the era, yeah. we, we can't have serious conversations without people feeling some type of way um i was watching um the, this um whitlock show on um youtube i need to send you that jason whitlock jason whitlock it was it was like a three hour long video but of course i didn't watch all three hours i watched like you know 30 minutes here 45 i'm still not done with the video but he was showing us um you know like interviewers like i guess it's like somebody like him it just was not a podcast it was one individual i think it was a reporter and that had Farrakhan on, that had controversial people on his show, had the leader of the KKK on his show. Why not to promote hate or this, that, and the other? So we can see, like, how you yeah, thinking, what's out like, there? Yeah, see what's, what's out, out there? there? You know what I'm saying? You want to know what's out there. And, and there's a lot of different views on plenty of different things so people can actually discuss. And he was basically showing, like, this is what um, society has um um you know stepped away from being real and, and and that that's the same thing when it comes to sports when it comes to 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 our children in school you know you can't teach certain things because they're sensitive you can't talk about this because they're sensitive 
I mean, even even the whole bullying situation, man. Like, oh, my kids committed suicide because of a bully. That just shows your kid is a little weak. I'm sorry. People gonna go ahead and say, Wes, like, yo, damn, damn, boy, Wes, you you going off right now. I'm just being real. You know what I'm saying? When people used to get bullied back in the day, they, they used to tell you. But that's not run. the kid's fault. That's the parents' fault. You didn't raise that, exactly. You, know you, know I mean? you feel me? Like, um, we was we was raised like, yo, you you know, somebody picking on you, like you gonna have to stick up for yourself. You are gonna have to fight yourself. I'm not in school with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if I come over there to the school, this, that, and the other, it's they gonna they gonna really make fun of you. Oh, he it's had to call his parents. He had to just. Nah, so you gotta handle that yourself. Is either you gotta handle it yourself, or, or or you and your homeboys, or you and your family members need to handle that at the school. This, that, and the other. You may get in trouble in school, but you got permission from your parents to handle your business. So if you get suspended, it's all good. It's just an early vacation. You'll be gone for like ten days suspension. Come back to the career. I'm come back to school, and you got to respect that bullier is not bullying you no more. You know what I'm saying? These are the stuff that is not happening no more. People, oh, um, 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 and not just that on imaginary world, Instagram, social media, people getting bullied, young people getting bullied. Now you got adults, adults like the dolphins, the bully gate. You feel me? Like, you can tell me a grown ass man that's about 300, 350 pounds, you getting bullied by another guy. Not just that, you're a football player, it's violent. It's violent. So you can't you can't defend yourself and whoop his ass. You may get whooped, but I guarantee you, like, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna pick on you no more because yeah, when y'all fight, he won, but he was left Wait. a little hurting too now. Yeah, yeah, you don't make it easy. Yeah, you don't make it easy. Yes, yes, you let's, feel uh, me? let's let's talk about what what you think is gonna happen versus the LA Chargers on Sunday because they play uh Sunday night. This is gonna be a Sunday night game. Yeah, and, and and you know, I I really wish Marcus you was here because you wasn't on tour, and I know you you was like these people were in the media talking about Herbert. So this is the perfect game. I wanted I wanted your your output, your whole insight on tape. You feel me? Because I know I can holler at you on the phone, and you gonna you know you are gonna be like, oh, this is a great game, this that, and the other. But I need our audience to know, Marcus. I need them to know how you really feel about this game, man, because I think we're going to whoop that ass. You feel me? Spank that ass and beat that ass. Like I've been saying, we're going to do our thing. One, because and not just that, before I get into that, when y'all lose, I don't want to hear nobody talking about the Chargers are injured. Please don't give me that bullshit because nobody was saying that for two. No one. You feel me? No wonder year one when we thought that he was supposed to stay on the bench learning from Fitzpatrick and they threw him in the fire. Not the second year, you feel me, when his head coach didn't like him, clearly didn't like him. And now you get to this year and now he's balling like a big dog with them big heavy nuts. And now people want to go ahead and be like, oh, no, it's because Herbert Herbert doesn't have the O-line like two. No, 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 no. Please step off. Please break cap. You feel me? Now, going into the game. Um, I think the Dolphins going to do their thing. Teron Armstead, again, the guy that's the second most important or 1A, 1B into Tua 
and Armstead, the left tackle, he will be playing. You know, Shell will be playing. And I think we just signed an offensive um, lineman, Eric Fisher. I think he played for Kansas City, too, for multiple years. I think he won a Super Bowl, too. We signed him, um, you know, um, you know, to solidify the O-line because, like, it just seemed like everybody just been getting injured. Eichenberg, you got all type of people that's been gone. People that's high picks, you know, um, that's gone. And we we definitely need Tua to have some time in the pocket to give you them dimes and to give you them, them, them darts that I've been saying for these last few weeks. Um, I think that we're going to dominate this game, not just beat this game, dominate this game. I think Justin Herbert still going to do his thing. He's going to ball too. Why is that? And it, that he's going to ball, even though his, um, uh, O-line is decimated and his, his raw receiver camp is, is actually injured. And the reason why I say that is because the Dolphins been looking crazy. The Dolphins defense been looking crazy. You know, you get, you give any quarterback, um, a little time. And he's going to get it to who you need to get it to. I mean, Tom Brady did it for years, like I've been saying. You give him time, he's going to be doing that. I'm not just saying that about Tua dropping dimes and dropping darts. I can acknowledge good talent when I see it. Herbert, you a G. You feel me? You be balling. Nobody nobody was was, was, was um, trying to draft you. From what I'm not understanding it before the draft, everybody was saying Tua. Nobody was saying Herbert. It just happened that supposedly you're supposedly better. Now, I don't think so. I don't think you're better than Tua. I think Tua's better than you. I think that you're built better than Tua, but I don't think you're more accurate than Tua. You may have a stronger arm than Tua, but that's because you're physically, your stature is bigger than him. You know what I'm saying? So it's understandable. It's kind of like our argument when we had um, a, a, about women and, and men, you know? Some people physically going to be stronger than you just because of their stature. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the women and men, it's biologically. When it comes to men and men, it comes to height, weight, you know, all of that stuff, and even time in the gym as well. But again, if I go to the gym and I'm like 6'2", I think I'm 6'2", maybe 6'3". I'm 6'3". Chris is like what? You're like 5'11", 5'10"? 5'9". All right, Chris is 5'9". I'm 6'2", 6'3". Me and Chris can lift the same weights every day, this, that, and the other. You feel what I'm saying? But to be honest with, with you, because of my stature, I'm probably going to weigh more than him. You feel what I'm saying? We may look like we're the same bulky, but I, I'm going to be a little heavier because of my stature. And that because of that stature, it may it, my I may be physically stronger. Maybe. I don't know. Remember, I'm not a doctor. I'm just, you know, but I think I think um, that is what, you know, a lot of people have on tour. You know what I'm saying? Is that they're just taller than him, you know, um, and they're more muscular than him. Not saying that he can't gain muscle. He can gain muscle. It's just like he been he was injured for a whole year. He can't do shit when your hip is injured. Can't really do nothing. Not even cardio. So, so maybe, you know, probably benching, but you know, you're going to be looking like a carrot top. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you want to go ahead and be that individual. So with this game, the Dolphins, you're going to see the running game come through. You're going to see Tua. Tua's going to be the Tua of old, accurate. And you know, Tua been hearing the, the motherfuckers talking these last few years saying, oh, y- y'all should have got Herbert instead of Tua. You think he had an interview where he said, yeah, he was praising 
Herbert. And that's what you do. You do not give ammunition to nobody. I love you, bro. Man, I love your game. Meanwhile, after the end, I can't stand his ass. I can't stand that they all comparing us. But I'm not going to give you no clickbait. I ain't going to give you no ammunition to win the game more than anything. Boom. It's like when you play um when you play in the game and somebody hits you or, or whatever like that, like, yeah, bro, boo, boo, boo. Or before the game, like, yeah, man, how's the family? How's everything? So when you hit me, you're not trying to hit me too bad. You're trying to yeah. win the game, but you're not trying to destroy me. You feel me? I know him. You... And that's exactly what Tool's doing. Tool's doing the right thing. Tool's doing what Tom Brady's been doing for years. And that's finesse. Finesse the audience. When you hate me, deflect. You feel me? When you when you try to make me say come out my mouth about Brian Flores, no comment. You feel what I'm saying? This is what you do. These individuals already hate Tua. Tua knows that. Imagine Tua coming out the mouth and saying something negative about anything else. Everybody gonna jump on his case. So play the smart guy. They already don't like you. Again, the beaches, the women, the weather. They already know Tua from oh Willie Beeman Tua. They already know they don't want to, we don't want to give them no ammunition. Right now we're at a per- perfect position, but this can easily change. This is a must win game because we're going to play Buffalo again. Buffalo shot back up to number one. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and the AFC, everybody seemed like they're good. It's not like back in the days where, you know, Majority of these teams are, you know, going to be top five, top ten picks. No, no, no. Our guy's going to be mid-range, if not later in the draft, to get individuals because their records, their records are good. Yeah, the Dolphins are good, but that doesn't mean I'm blind to everybody else. Everybody's looking decent in the AFC. Unfortunately, our luck, the Dolphins, when we, when we do good, that's when everybody else do good. But – um, I think we're going to dominate this game again. Herbert's going to do his thing. He's going to get his numbers. Um, hopefully our, our, our defense, our front four could go ahead and get to him. But like, let's not, let's not forget that. I mean, they got Boza. They got the other Boza brother over there. We played one Boza brother on the 49ers that got to two or three times. Now we playing the brother. We playing the brother and the brother. Will be too. You know what I mean? And he's better. <laughs> he's better. You know what I mean? He's better. And who on the other side? I forgot his name, but he came from Chicago. You know, um, we'll pull up some tape on him. He's on the other side. So we're we're these these the last week and this week, you're gonna see that two is playing like elite pass rushers. It's just this time. He's going to be accurate. There's more to lose. There's more to lose with this game because, one, they're in the AFC. Two, they already was talking about Herbert was the better pick these last three years. And Tua heard that. Tua do need to shut all these motherfuckers up. That's what Tua was saying to I'm going to shut everybody up. I'm tired of them running a twat. You feel me? I'm going to make all these people silent. Silence silence like martin you feel me and and, and he's gonna silence these haters i think that's exactly what's gonna happen he's gonna silence these haters 
and he's going to turn into Martin and silence them, and I'm going to be the one to fortify and refortify the silence when I jump back on the Mark West Sports podcast with the with the uh, um, game recap. But um, right. our Dolphins will will prevail. Our Dolphins will continue to get better, and our Dolphins will get back around on track with this game. Specifically, they de- need to do it for my man too. All right, let's let's keep it on football. I want to talk about Deion Sanders. You you already know what's going on with Deion Sanders. So he went from historically uh, HBCU, a historically black college uh, slash university, and now he's at uh, Colorado University, right? Which is predominantly well. I didn't even realize they're they're calling it PWI. I was like, what? I was looking. I was like, what the hell is a PWI? And then I I thought about. It, I was like, oh. If HBCU is historically black college, PWI is predominantly white institution. <laughs> really? Yes, nah, really. man. And this this the this the shit that I, that that I don't like about black people, man. You feel me? Like you got you got Deion Sanders, you know, greatest corner in NFL history, at least in my book. Take a pay cut to go to HBCU. First game at the HBCU, he gets robbed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He has to use his money to give um, the players um, adequate traveling, adequate. I think he has a deal with American Airlines, you know, um, because he's Dion, whereas if it's a long-distance trip, they could go ahead and get a discount flying with American Airlines. Um, same thing when I think he have, um, uh, a deal with, you know, a close friend of his, uh, and Michael Strahan, um, you know, getting them like, um, you know, um, stuff to wear like suits, you know, you know, be presentable because they didn't have that. They didn't do that. That's Dion. You know what I'm saying? You get the number one corner in the game, you know, out of high school to sign with, JSU, you feel what I'm saying? That's because of Dion. That's not because it's an HBCU. Again, did I did I say he took a pay cut? This is Dion, and then he get an opportunity to better himself and our community, the black community, want to tear his ass down. Yeah, a lot of people. I don't understand him, that shit. A lot of people call him a sellout. I'm like, shit. How he a sellout? I don't understand how he a sellout. Did they not hear what I just said? All the stuff that he did for JSU. Like, what? What did they expect? They was they expect somebody to just stay at the same same job for the rest of their life? There's a better opportunity, and then I'm supposed to say no? Why? Because I'm black. The fuck is that? That don't make no damn sense. You feel what I'm saying? Where's all those black people before Dion? Why wasn't y'all doing the same thing that Dion did for JSU? He's not the only black person that's prominent or 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 somebody that's a Hall of Famer or somebody that got money in their pockets. You know how many black coaches could went to HBCU that they did? This guy done went from getting snubbed by Florida State. He's supposed to be the head coach of Florida State. They snubbed him. 
He had to go to HBCU because they didn't want to give his ass the opportunity. Let's not pretend like, oh, he just got the... Nah. He was not even supposed to be at no HBCU. He was supposed to be at FSU. He was supposed to be at one of these big schools. I think think that's the argument is where it's like, oh, he used Jackson State. You know, you go to the HBCU. And he even said it like in an interview before, like, Around the time he was hired for Jackson State, he was like, oh, this is a uh, God did this. This is God's plan for me to be at an HBCU. And then I guess as soon as he saw the money, he's like, I, I'm out. God, God's over there. You know what I mean? As soon as I seen the money, again, this guy has money. He's prime time. He's like, who, who for the money? He has more money than JSU can offer him. Let's, no let's, sense. let's break this down, right? Jackson State was giving him 1.5 million over four years. That's three. That's 375,000 a year. You see Col- Colorado University is giving him 29.5 million over five years, which is 5.9 million a year. Who's not? Who's gonna leave that on the table? You gonna leave that on the table? No, you gonna leave that on the table, Chris? Of course not, but I I do think that's part of the sellout argument where it's like, you know, because when you sell out, you know, you you leave your whatever your morals are or whatever for money. You you understand what I'm saying? But he didn't leave for the money. He left for the better opportunity. You think he want to be teaching? He want to be coaching college? He want to be in the league? He want to be teaching in the NFL? But they were not giving him the opportunity to go to the FSUs to did be to the be um the head coach of of the Alabamas, the Mississippis, these 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 the Texas A and M's. He wasn't getting that opportunity. How many times we see we just spoke on it recently with Jeff Saturday in the NFL? Never coached a day in his life. He got the opportunity. Other coaches in college. Got opportunity for nothing. This guy's one of the greatest quarter on, 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 on corners in NFL history. He must have some type of knowledge. They didn't believe in him. God did. He took his ass over there to HBCU because what? Black people should stick with each other. Because we know these white institutions probably not going to hire him. We just going to keep it real. Like, yo, you going to. And I don't knock the white institutions. You gon' that's your race, right? You gonna you gonna big up your race when the Chinese people do it, they don't say nothing. When the Arabs do it, they don't say nothing. You feel what I'm saying? When white people do it, is a problem. I don't knock them. Only reason why we saying that because of slavery and all type of this, that, and the other. Now, when black people do it, is a problem. Yo, you, you should want to go what? ahead. Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You should want to go ahead and big up or, or or bring up your community first. You know what I'm saying? And the other communities wasn't giving him the opportunity. So the HBCU is a stepping stone because ain't nobody like Dion supposed to be at no HBCU for the rest of his life. And you getting paid crumbs and they robbing your ass. The first day you coach. Yeah, I seen that. I see that that was that was fucked up, yo. Like, what's going on? That's foul. Let me um let me let me show you. I don't know if you saw this tweet that 
um, one of the presidents from another HBCU, he put up after that happened. Let me see where this is at. All right. Probably some So you, you see what he put? I went into put, fam. Hmm. Who is this Kevin W. Cosby? He's the Damn. president of uh, Simmons College in Kentucky, which is another HBCU. So he puts, how, I how? want him to fail because I want black institutions to succeed. HBCU's wealth, like black wealth, has been plundered. The only reason Colorado lured him from Jackson State is because of the wealth divide. It's not about Dion personally, but why white institutions have all the money. Yo, yo, I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. You know why? Because we got black rich people. Listen, this is not like back in the days where you got people like Steph Curry. He signed it. Matter of fact, Patrick Mahomes signed a $500 million deal. You got LeBron James. You got all, yeah, LeBron, yeah, LeBron, you opened your own school, but I don't even know if it's really totally owned by you. I don't know, but you did something. How many of y'all is doing that? I don't want to hear, oh, this white white people got all the money. Black people got money too. Why ain't putting it in no HBCU? Especially if you're from that damn state. Because everybody didn't come from Florida. You know what I'm saying? The people that come from Florida, look out for the HBCUs if you're a wealthy black man in Florida. If you want to go ahead and do for other places, you know, because, you know, when you're wealthy, you, you travel all over the place and you, you, you rub elbows with all type of people. You see different communities and you want to help this community because this community is worse than my community. You know what I'm saying? So, again, cool, no problem. But I don't want to hear black people talking about, oh, it's because of the money divide. Black people got money, too. Y'all just spending that shit on business. Y'all spending on on, 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 on on Louis Vuitton and all type of bullshit. Ain't doing nothing. And these same, these same institutions is into pedophilia. And then y'all don't well, even cut them off. Yeah, you y'all know, still that, buy the stuff. Yeah, that that reminds me of uh, there was a there's a clip out there. I'll I'll post it up on on the clips that we made. There's a clip of uh, Tariq Nasheed. He's talking to uh, Beehive, right? You know, Beehive mm-hmm. has his YouTube stuff, stuff uh, over there in Atlanta. And he was they were talking about the Deion Sanders thing. And he said the same thing pretty much that you said, right? He was like, <laughs> he was like, you you got to, you got to, he's saying you got to pay them. Like, you got to make, like, when you have somebody an asset like that, you got to pay them good or else they're going to leave. And the fact is, he was saying, a lot of times when you're a person like him, like Tariq Nasheed or like Deion Sanders, and you're trying to do good for for the community, your community, or, or whatever community, a lot of times people will call you to do stuff and they'll be like, oh, you know, do, do, it, do it for free. Do it for free for the love, this and that. Meanwhile, when they go get a rapper, they go get a rapper to perform, they ain't telling the rapper the same thing, oh, do it for free, do it for the love. They they paid him, you know what I mean. So, I yeah I I kind of agree with what you were saying. Like yeah, you gotta you gotta pay him, man. You, he's an asset, you know. He's an asset. You gotta give him his and money. Not just that. It's just business, man. You tell me, like you tell me, I work at a good company. You know, get paid good money. I mean, you're around me. You see, you see, like I was able to accumulate a lot of good things in my life behind how I work, how I move, my way of thinking, and this, that, and other. Don't need to go into detail of what they are, you know, personally. But um, at the end of the day, like, if another job is paying me way more, 
especially that type of money, I got to take it. God put this opportunity in front of me to just leave it there. I don't want to be one of them in individuals. What if, what if, what if you got to try stuff? You, everybody got dreams, hopes and dreams, but never tried them. And they're like, damn, what if I would have did that shit? Damn, somebody came up with the opportunity. I thought about that shit eight years ago, but you never tried it. That's your problem. You feel what I'm saying? So Dion, do your thing. I mean, you're in Denver, Colorado. Um, it is what it is. People forget Deion Sanders. He 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 almost died. You know what I'm saying? You're losing his trademark, which is his speed, because he had to cut off his toe to actually keep on living to help these young brothers. You feel me? Like, come on. They they were on game day. When was the last time you seen JSU on game day? That was undefeated. You feel me? Come, exactly undefeated. But this was the same mind that they thought couldn't do it. It took it took them him doing it at an HBCU for them to see it, and not just that. I mean, they did the same thing with talent. You remember it was a point black people couldn't go to these prominent white colleges. We had to go to HBCU, and the only time you seen them one was probably when they made it to the NFL. But they where did they get drafted? HBCU. I think that Jerry Rice got came came from a HBCU. Look at that. You see what I'm yeah. saying? So I don't want to hear people, you know, like they always using this race thing, this, that, and the other, man. All right. We've been speaking this race shit for the longest. They ain't going to give it to us. Again, Chris said last time, people that's in power, they're not just trying to give it up for free. They fighting to keep that shit. So if us, if we want to change shit, what do you do? Us as a community need to invest in the HBCU. And when we invest in the HBCU, y'all bitch-ass niggas be not still all the money. Because you go ahead and invest in these stuff, and then what do black people do? Not just black people, but people, period. They steal the money. I don't want... You feel what I'm saying? Be, be the biggest hypocrites in the world. When people eventually do donate and do, you know, put an effort to say or do what i'm saying as far as you know um helping out on um, their communities the community steal the money not the community but the, the the people that's in charge of the money they steal the money so i don't want to hear that shit dion get that bread run that route and, and, and not just that i love what he said he come with some people now he come with some people those yeah. those players over there, that that y'all were trash. Don't think you on the team and Dion coming at. Found like the talent, you going. It's kind of like what Mario Cristobal doing. You may not leave this first year. You feel me? Because I'm gonna give you a chance to 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 show me. Maybe it was the coach that's not putting you in good position. You feel me? To succeed, like I was doing with my players at JSU. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give you a year, kind of like what Mario Cristobal did. Came in last year, he gave those people that stayed the opportunity to go ahead and show him what they can do. Me, you, and every other Kane fan seen these um, um individuals not, not give it 100% effort. You feel me? Got Marcus going crazy in, 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 at the stadium because he got to watch this garbage. At least we got to change the channel. We could change the channel. For real. He can't do that. So, again, the same way is a two-way street. 
That's Mario Cristobal. I know we talking about JSU, but Mario Cristobal is a two-way street. Deion Sanders knows it's a two-way street. Mario, he's going to do it like Mario Cristobal. I'm going to give you the opportunity in Colorado that one year, those players that do decide to stay. But after that season, and I know you're trash, get the hell up out of here. You feel what I'm saying? Do what Mario Cristobal did. You feel me? Give you opportunity to show me that it was not you, that it was the former coach. That's why I'm here. You show me effort. You show me that you can listen. You show me you can learn. You show me that. Guess what? You can stay. But afterwards, you got to kick rocks. I'm sorry. So Deion Sanders, man, salute, brother, man. You feel me? At the end of the day, um, this is what they do. They try to tear you down. And that's the problem I have with our community. Our own community be trying to tear us down. You feel me? Don't try to tear us down. You know what I'm saying? Because people like strong like Dion, strong like Wester Domus, we could care less what y'all say. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be sleeping like a baby, snoring, drooling, not giving a fuck about what your ass is saying. That's how I'm going to be sleeping. You feel me? There's always going to be outside noise. You just got to be strong enough to deal with the bullshit. Yeah. That's what it is. Let's jump on to the next topic. Oh, my God. I uh, I knew we was going to talk about this shit. You feel me? We have to, breaking man. It's breaking news. news. Breaking news this morning. Yeah, breaking news. I heard that shit on the radio. I'm like, before you even send it on the text, I heard it on the radio. I just was driving on the turnpike. I couldn't couldn't respond, but... Bad trade. Yeah, Bad breaking trade. news. Brittany Griner released. I'm happy she released, but I don't like I don't like what we had to give up to go ahead and get that. Yeah, you feel me? Let me give you a little history behind Brittany Griner for those of you that don't know. Brittany Griner, WNBA player. I think she won MVPs multiple times, or probably was one of the best in the WNBA. I think currently she's still in the WNBA. If it was not um, for um, this marijuana situation. I, I wonder if she's still going to be in the NBA because drug policy states she, that she you can do drugs. Yeah, but you, she, know the she, off, you know on the off season. No, 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 it's not. That's not how it works, Chris. You feel me? Not? not how it works. It's not how it works. Once you're getting paid professional money or this, that, and the other, you can't do drugs. You can't do this, that, and the other. That's why people like Ricky Williams was going ahead and getting um tested every week, two, three, four times a week because it's illegal. I'm sorry. I know it's legal in certain states. Times have changed a little bit, but not in sports. LeBron James can't smoke a joint. You feel me? He will be getting fined. Not just fined. He will be getting suspended. And then he will be getting drug tested randomly. Point blank, period. Because if it's like that, steroids should be legal too. You know what I'm saying? But Brittany Griner released from prison. And guess what? They released him. What, what, what is his name? The, the Merchant of Death. The Merchant of Death. We don't. You know, you know what I would say? I was like, man, they, they don't swap the Merchant of Death for the Merchant of Death. 
The merchant of death for the merchant of trees. You feel me? That is her name. The merchant of death in exchange for the merchant of trees. And her name is Brittany Griner. She represents the LBGTQ community. She represents women. She represent um the WNBA. And uh unfortunately, she represents the United States. Yes, unfortunately. Because that shows that when we go into other people's countries, we do not want to follow their rules and we think that we're above law and we and our unit our our, our, our president or our country gonna come and save the day, even though we're wrong. Now we have somebody else still in jail over there. Someone that's considered a spy. He was spying for our country. And they left his ass there. Yeah. How does that work? It needed to be death swap. You know what I'm saying? Or swap both of them. I'm going to be like, I want the spy and I want Brittany Griner for the merchant of death. I'd have been like the reason why I'm doing that because this guy he's gonna double back and he's gonna be selling to people that want to kill Americans. I know that for a fact. Yep. So me releasing him, that means that there's probably one or more hundreds or maybe thousands of Americans that gonna get killed behind a gun or any type of merchant thing that you know can kill people. You know, guns. You know, missiles. Whatever it is, you know what I'm saying. He's like that. You remember that um that movie God of War? <laughs> yeah, that's it's based off of him. You lying? Yeah, that's based off of him, bro. Nicholas Cage played a loose version of him. That's based off of him. You serious? Yeah, Lord of War. Yep. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a yeah. movie too. I don't just brought it up just to bring it up because you know that's just. I didn't even know notice for a fact. And that's who we gave up? Yeah. The huh? I can't believe it, man. Like this all, is the all, I, all I know is she she better be uh she better be grateful, you know, especially the 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 country she lives in cuz you know what I mean? No, no, I know the country she, she I, lives I know. in that she, she don't want to stand up for the pledge of allegiance. That country that you talking about, Chris? Yeah. Crazy as hell, boy. You feel me? And I know Russia's like, what? We won. We made y'all y'all look like some hoes. You feel me? Um, it's your birthday. We took the whole cake and, and left you with a slice. That's what Russia just did to us. I can't. I, I can't believe. Yeah, I'm happy that she's home because, like, again, I think the time that she did spent was the time she was supposed to get. You feel me? How long? Yeah. She got like, she, she did a year. Like, she got like ten years. Uh, yeah, I think she did. No, least. no, no. I'm talking about the time that she did so far. Like, was it ten she months? Did on, I think she did almost a year. That's what probably, I'm saying. Probably ten months. Yeah. I think that's what she should have got. You know, I think she should have got that originally. But again, I mean, I would have been like Russia too. I want this arms dealer. He help us. You feel me? And you know, I mean. Yeah, even though it's something negative, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about chess. It's chess right now. You're the enemy. I want one of my soldiers back. 
And if I got to use her as a pawn to get that, then I'm going to get it. Of course, we as Americans going to go ahead and be mad. But ain't nobody mad that her ass being a dumbass and going over there and, and knowing that it's a Russian, uh, it's a communist country and you don't have the same rights that you have over here. Marijuana is illegal and you want to go ahead and sneak the shit in. You didn't even go to a dope war over there and cop the trees. You went to the airport with the shit. It's like those people that, oh, I didn't know I had a gun in my bag. Really? How'd it get there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, how, like, how did it get there? You forgot? I'm like, come on, man. Yo, stop playing with me, man. This this whole I didn't know. That shit worked a long time ago. Like, majority of the world is enlightened, and that doesn't fly. It flies over our head because that's some bullshit. But yeah, man, she released. She's out. I wonder if I ask going to go ahead and um be the spokesman for marijuana now. Or I wonder if you will be the worst thing she could do right now. Somebody catch her smoking a joint. <laughs> like, 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 you know, she just got released today. In the next week, they see her. Or the next few days, they catch her smoking a joint. Boy, they're going to be like, boy, this girl did not learn her lesson. And now it's gonna make it's gonna make Biden look even more old and frail and dumb. Just being real with you. Like, come on, man. Like, I would have left the ass in, boy. You feel me? I like what Trump said. I would have left her in because, like, yo, even though I don't think she should have got 10 years, like she did the crime, man. Like, come on, man. Don't we have this slogan? Uh oh, uh, if you do the crime, you do the time. That's an American slogan, not over here. You do the time, boy. Nah. If you're if you're if you're part of that community, if you're someone that we can use to gain votes, you know, because you know what, you know they they gaining votes just with that, just for that community. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, he's for us. No, he's not for you. He just needs you for a short period of time because it's kind of looking shaky right now for y'all boys. You feel me? I mean, you look at the polls. His 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 approval rating is <laughs> my God. I don't even think Trump um um his 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 approval rating was that low. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's one thing I could give about Trump, boy. You're not gonna finesse him off of no business, boy. You're not gonna forget finesse him. And some people are gonna be like, yo, he's filed for bankruptcy. That is a finesse too. When you file for bankruptcy and you don't gotta pay that bread back, that's a finesse. Don't think look, 50 cents. On file for bankruptcy, ain't nobody saying nothing to him. Look at him. Don't he got power? Don't he have all these different, you know, shows? He got the 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 liquor. You feel me? He promoting that. All, don't you notice that all that happened after the bankruptcy? You know that, right? <laughs> all of that happened after. You gotta know. Only poor people gonna be like, oh, he's he filed for bankruptcy. Rich people, people that's wealthy, people that know how to finesse. How to do use the loopholes? You feel me? We're never gonna say that about each other. We're gonna be like, okay, all right, I understand, understandable. You feel me? Shit, I wouldn't want to pay that shit neither. You feel me? So again, Brittany Griner, hopefully, um, hopefully you learned your lesson, man. And the lesson that needed to be learned was common sense. You had no common sense in that situation. To go to a communist country that you know marijuana is illegal. And not just that, 
you representing the United States on the basketball team. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you like anything that could go wrong did go wrong with you in that situation. And hopefully you can, you know, um, lift up um, your pull up your pants, put your big boy pants on and move on and learn from this because um, I really, truly feel like you're giving our youth a bad um, image or a bad role model, meaning you could do things that you know are wrong, but you don't want to be held accountable for it. So. Yeah, man, I feel you. Um, ain't, ain't much else to talk about. I just got one one last thing on, um, you know, you remember Ben Gordon, right? So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna keep stay on Chicago. basketball, yeah. Chicago so Bulls. yeah, so supposedly he was around Harlem stabbing people with with a knitting needle. Did you see this shit? Nah. Oh, let me show you because fucking Cameron Cameron reported on this. So let's let's see it. You can hear this, right? It's your boy Killer Cam reporting for it is what it is. Talk outside of Harlem Hospital with former NBA player. At six men of the year, Van Gordon seems to be having some mental issues, trying to stab people. Weapon of choice, sewing needles. And this is one of the needles that they say Ben was using. Ben, nigga, how of stabbing people with needles and shit in Harlem? Yes, that's Van Gordon. Former NBA player, 39-year-old, was detained outside a Harlem apartment building this morning. Police took him to Harlem Hospital, where he tried to make a brazen escape and leave the hospital. Right now, let's talk to some witnesses that were on the scene. Hey, yo, I don't even know what was going on. I'm walking by. I see that outside. I'm I don't even know, but I, I don't even know, brother. I don't. How can I sit 8.30 in the morning to take the kids to school? You know, I'm tired now. I see my nigga Ben away building up, but Ben is running. Cops behind him. He tackled the nigga. He got sewing needles. And he go. So, man. So, listen. There you have it. Mental health is no joke. Let's hope this nigga Ben go and get the help that he really needs. Reporting live from Harlem. It is what it is. So much good. Know what you said? <laughs> About to press that boy. <laughs> but yo. Crazy. Huh? That's crazy. You feel me? Shout out to Cam, boy. You know, anything, boy. Cam, funny, boy. He need to have his own, like, TV series. Like, you know how um they be having, like, uh, them MTV road rules and or, you know, they yeah, just follow yeah, people yeah. around. Or, like, how they be doing the Camp Kardashians or whatever like that. He need to have one. Him and Boosie. Boosie need to have his own. Cam need to have his own. Both of them is fine. Both of them is funny. Um, and, you know, you're going to get the real with them all day, yeah. all, all the time. But um, to, to to speak on the story that he was um, giving us, breaking news from Cameron uh, and the Mark West Sports Podcast. Yeah, man. Ben Gordon, like, yo, like, but I ain't gonna lie, when he was sitting on that, on that, um, scratcher at the, at the hospital, hospital, he looked, 
crazy. It, like his face, like I kind of seen his face a little bit. It was short, but um, I seen his face and he looked like he was kind of crazy. I, I I don't know what happens to people sometimes. You feel me? Like again, some people go crazy from seeing you know tragedy, like going to war and seeing like dead babies and dead people. Understandable PTSD. Some drugs. people go crazy because of drugs. And how do you get drugs or easily um, able to access these drugs is when you have money. You feel me? Now, why would you go ahead and try drugs, having the money? Like, yo, yo ass was an NBA player. Um, you know, you got fans cheering for you every day. You know, you can't walk out in public without somebody wanting to take a picture or autograph or something. That's the one thing that I wouldn't want if I'm a celebrity. You feel me? I want to be outside like Cam just did. And, you know, everybody's not going to be going crazy. You feel me? I want to feel normal, too. But um, to lose that, to lose the stardom, um, to lose that that lifestyle that you live in, because um, when you have these properties like multi-million dollar homes, in places like California with high state taxes, New York, high state taxes, you know, it's going to be hard for people that aren't savvy with money or don't know how to manage money to keep that money. You know what they say, uh, um, you know, uh, 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 something with, with, with money soon part, you know, something like that. Uh, 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 someone, uh, 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 idiot with money soon part, something like that. It has like a saying yeah. like that um and you can say that for a lot of these former or current um uh, athletes form um, um you know people that not even just athletes rappers singers people get money but they don't know what to do with that money you don't understand how some people they win the lottery and now you broke and now you strung out on drugs it's the same thing like um that what's that artist's name um I, I, i'll get back to it but um, Fetty Wap? Oh, not not Fetty Wap. Uh, fuck. It's an old, old, older rapper. Uh, Rich Boy. Rich Boy. Rich Boy. And look at his name. Yeah. And he strung out on drugs, too. He strung out on drugs. But, you know, this happens when, you know, you're, you're a, a, a celebrity. You have a certain amount of money. You have a certain amount of lifestyle. And you lose that quickly or um you're losing it and you're trying to keep it that's gonna make you go crazy because you're you're not bringing generating or the income that you used to um um bring in when you're a athlete former nba player in rich boys case rapper you're not generating that money you're not booking shows you're not doing certain things and you're trying to hold on to that lifestyle you know, some of these individuals, they have multiple baby mamas. You know, that can already make you go crazy. One. Two, yeah. you know, they, they, they're they trying to maintain that lifestyle for those people that they've been maintaining that lifestyle for years. You know what I'm saying? They don't want that person to look at them like less than or I'm broke or this, that, and the other. So even though I don't got it, I'm going to pretend like I still got it and I'm going to still be breaking bread. I'm still going to be doing them lookouts, this, that, and the other. And that's going to make me go crazy. So I think that's really what happened to him. Because, I mean, if it was a mental thing, I'm, I'm like, damn, it would have happened a long time ago. Mental illness normally manifests when you're a teenager 
because that's when you're going through um the stage. I know I know that for a fact because I you know I study this. I got to teach this. But you know you normally go through mental illness through puberty. That's the time that you normally would it would normally manifest in you. You know what I'm saying? Or you or it manifests in you when you actually use drugs. Now I'm not saying that he's somebody that's using drugs. So I don't know him from a can of paint. I just know it's on the surface. What I see on social media, I don't know him from a can of paint. We we don't know each other. You know what I'm saying? And not just that. Even what I know on, on social media, nobody's gonna gonna um post their failures on social media. Yeah. You're gonna show positive shit. So you know that's that's imaginary world world like I call it. So for him, I think that he probably wind up getting on to the drugs. And, you know, the drugs probably made that mental illness manifest or he probably went through something and that mental illness or and I, again, I'm saying it's a mental illness because I'm getting, giving him the benefit of the doubt. You know, I don't want to say that he's a, a rational person doing this because like, yo, you should have millions. NBA players, they get the most bread. This is not like the NFL and and other um sports, you know, they their money is guaranteed. So even if you sign uh like a 40 million dollar deal, you know, or made 40 or 50 million dollars throughout your career, because again, you're not the Steph Curry's and the bronze, but again, you was a six man of the year, you made some money, you know, you, you showed us the talent, you displayed that. Um, I really think that he he he's just going through a rough pass right now. Hopefully, he could bounce back from that shit. But when it comes to mental illness man you know what they say take the head and the body fall you know once 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 your mind is gone there ain't no coming back i mean we've been speaking the last few weeks about kanye west and some of the stuff made sense but a lot of the stuff didn't make sense so i you know i don't know how to gauge you know hearing something from him yeah you may and not just that but crazy people normally um come up with the best ideas but again, you know, um, sometimes when people say certain things or do certain things, that kind of put a shadow over all the smart or rational things that made sense that I previously heard from that individual. So Ben Ben Gordon, like, yo, hopefully you get get the help that you need. I seen that they they didn't kill you, which is a good thing, especially nowadays. They took you to the hospital. I don't know if because they recognize you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that you definitely don't want that right now. Um, police kills former NBA player that was suffering from mental illness. You don't want to hear that story that had no weapons but a needle. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? So um, hopefully um, he continues to try to get the help and he don't try to escape again, like they said <laughs> on the actual um, video. And, and, and um, hopefully those friends and that family that he was helping throughout the years can go ahead and reach out and probably um, help him get into that, that same space. Because sometimes you need family or friends or, or, or people that you're, you're familiar with that don't want nothing either. Yeah. I know you got millions, but I just want to see you doing good. Um, he needed to surround himself with those type of individuals again. Yeah. So anything yeah, else you got? Yeah, that's all I got. I'm about to, about to grub. Starving. Me too. But <laughs> about the vibe on, you know, probably you know, pour me up a little beverage as well. But um, it is what it is, man. Um, yeah, so man. if there's not nothing else that we got to discuss, 
this will conclude this episode on the Mark Westport Podcast. Until next time. Peace. Peace.